Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Bible, 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 Bible. Negotiations Bible style. Everybody wants something for nothing. Something for nothing. Something for nothing. You can't help but <laughs> like the sound of that, right? Uh, the world tells you, though, it, it can happen, that it's a sign of a con or a swindle. And it sure can be a sign of a con or a swindle. It takes wisdom to discern, you know, for sure, if something sounds too good to be true, right? <laughs> well, the idea of perpetual motion as the engineering concept of something for nothing has had engineers scratching their heads for years, right? Something for nothing from an engineer standpoint. So the mechanical side of something for nothing is perpetual motion. And if, if you go on christiancarguyrightnow.com and you see my something for nothing post, you'll see I have this video that Chevrolet did on the whole idea, and it was shot in the 1940s on the whole idea of perpetual motion. And how it can never be. All these patents that are at the patent office that they quit accepting patents for engines of perpetual motion because it's impossible. <laughs> so I thought, well, let's have a little fun with this. What's your, if you're listening today, I'm, which we're so grateful for, by the way, we're so blessed that you're joining us. But what's your favorite something for nothing story? I know that some immediate when you when you just think of something for nothing, immediately something comes to mind. And of course, I have my Christian junkyard guy here, Bob from One and Nine. You pull it. When people come to the yard, are they ever expecting something for nothing, Bob? 
quite a, <clears throat> quite often. Uh, so many people have an idea in their head um, of what we have involved and and what the price should be and this and that. And uh, it's junk, right? It shouldn't <clears throat> be worth it. I mean, you got it for nothing. Yeah, and they just <laughs> they they have this concept of uh, oh, you should just give me that. You know, and if they buy something larger and then something smaller, sometimes it's easy to throw something like that in. But when you go to the grocery store and get a pot roast, they don't throw in a pack of gum at the at the <laughs> register. You know, <laughs> it's uh, you know, we're there to to make a living and to make paychecks for twenty five, well, twenty eight uh, families, uh, people and their families, and uh, and it know. is a value. What you, what you're selling is you you save hundreds of dollars maybe in some cases thousands of dollars over what it would cost for new parts but there's a cost involved and and the something for nothing idea well i uh, was with my dad this week and I, I thought about this something in fact it was kind of where the idea for this show came from this whole idea of something for nothing and again while i'm speaking if you're thinking of a story you start dialing 866-348-7884 There really is is some wisdom inside these something for nothing stories. And and when I think about this particular story, hopefully you can understand an aspect of the car business that you maybe did not understand. But there was a concept originally in financing new cars. In fact, all dealers used to have to do it, and it was called recourse. And what that meant was that when you bought a car from the dealer and if you financed the car through the dealer – it didn't matter if it was GMAC or a bank or whoever that you saw in the contract and you made payments to GMAC, but the dealer was ultimately responsible. When the dealer signed recourse, they were like co-signing with you. And if you didn't make the payments, the cars would come back to the dealership. And the whole reason that I'm actually in North Carolina right now is because <clears throat> I had, was working in Grand Junction, Colorado when Exxon pulled out of town. And the dealer there had been signing recourse on all the customers there, and all the customers worked for Exxon. Mm. Well, not too good. We started watching the records coming in every day, and there were more, way more cars getting repossessed than we were selling. And you can imagine that we were going out of business. And so I had to come to North Carolina where things were a little more stable. Now, this practice of signing recourse stayed on for a period of time. And this episode I'm going to talk about happened about 1990, no, excuse me, 89, 88, somewhere in there. And I went to Raleigh to, to start a, as being general sales manager of a Pontiac store. And when I arrived, I could not believe what it was I saw. That the dealer at the time was signing recourse, which is something dealers were no longer doing as a general rule because it really put them at risk of losing their whole business if all sorts of cars got repossessed. You could see that. But this dealer was doing it with this something for nothing idea. Their finance managers had figured out that they could get any customer, regardless of how bad their credit was, especially the ones with really bad credit, would sign up for all sorts of high interest rates and product like extended warranties or accident and health insurance or credit life insurance, a lot of products that they sell on the back end of a service, a sales contract. Well, the people never planned on making the payments to begin with. So they signed up for all this stuff, right? And so that 
the finance managers were making a gob of money. The sales managers were making a gob of money, and it looked on paper like the dealer was making a lot of money until the car started to come back. <laughs> and, and the result of that was it looked like these people made a lot of money, but the dealer lost millions and millions and millions of dollars. And, and it, it was just unbelievable how bad it was. The customers, of course, ended up with bad credit, and the sales managers all ended up with a job, and they had essentially set the customers up, look, I'm going to give you a car for nothing. You have no credit. You don't have the ability to pay. You know, These people, they would have $10,000, $12,000 incomes, and they would send them out of there with a $700 a month payment. You can picture the scene. And, and of course, the customers were like, well, I I'm not going to make these payments anyway. So they just signed up because they, they, that meant they could ride for six, eight weeks or whatever the situation was. The result was absolutely horrible. But inside of all that, as I lived through it and saw it, there's some things that we can hopefully point out in today's show. And I want to go through this whole idea of something for nothing. But of course, there's a spiritual aspect to that. And of course, we're going to get to that in our appraisal by the real black book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure we cry out for discernment we lift up our voice for understanding and and why do you think just think with me a minute why do you think that this idea of something for nothing is so convoluted and so filled with atrocities i mean it's filled with atrocities if you think about the idea of something for nothing would you suppose that the enemy is trying to hide something (laughs) would you suppose that there's something counterfeit going on here would you suppose that there's a strategy, that there's a method to that madness? And what's inside of that? Because there must be something really, if you got atrocities on one end of it, there must be something really unbelievably cool on the other side of it. And so we're going to dig into that on our appraisal by the Real Black Book coming up at the end of the show. And, of course, we want to point you back to ChristianCarGuy.com where you can see this whole article on and, and the video's worth watching. It shows a lot about internal combustion engines that Chevrolet did on perpetual motion. And it's done by a cartoonist. Pretty funny, Bob. The perpetual motion thing, <clears throat> and you saying it was impossible, really rang a bell for me because yesterday I was cleaning out my wallet and I found a piece of paper. Uh, and they said, the, the piece of paper said, the word impossible is just an excuse not to try. And it amazed me that you know, that was really on my mind, and I laid it out for our message uh, Monday morning. Uh, got it laid right there. Saw it again this morning. And then here you mentioned the word impossible. It just It's just a, a good reason. We look at it as a reason not to try if we can just say it's impossible. I think the perpetual motion thing, there may be somebody that's got it figured out. <laughs> oh, I bet you there is, Bob. We're going to get into that. <laughs> I know there is. We would love to hear your story, but your thoughts on perpetual motion or something for nothing or your favorite story, 866-348-7884. And of course, I have an update on the Jesus labor love. I shared a lot of my heart what was going on last week. you got to hear what God did, speaking of perpetual motion, and something for nothing. you got to hear what God did, and we're going to share that when we come back. So stay tuned. we got so much more. Something for nothing. <laughs> How much did you pay to listen to this show?
something. Something for nothing. Well, something. Go ahead. You can. You hear me? I just don't hear me. Okay. That's all right. I don't know what's going on, but it's all right. We something for nothing. That right now, that's kind of what I'm getting in my headphones. Uh, <laughs> that's the way it goes. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show today. We are talking about that very subject of something for nothing. What exactly does that mean? How does it play out in life through on a spiritual aspect? But also, there are some real practical things that we hope you'll share by calling in with your something for nothing story, 866-348-7884. And we'd love to hear it, and we you know glean wisdom from that. But Bob, right before the break, I mentioned the Jesus labor love. And what that is, uh, is car repair labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis. And we have people around the country that listen to Christian Car Guy Show, or they find it on the internet, and, and they go there and they fill out an application that's right there under the Jesus Labor Love tab at ChristianCarGuy.com. And I shared last week, my show last week had a lot to do with the shield of faith and this idea of us locking shields together and how we could come together. Well, we really got ourselves in a pickle with this one situation. This lady um, had this van that I was told probably just needed this solenoid, and if we'd spend this $800 to put this solenoid in this van, that it would fix it. But if it didn't fix it, then it was going to need a whole transmission, and we were still going to have to pay the $800 for the solenoid. And in spite of the fact that I was totally assured that this was probably going to fix it, it didn't. And so the next thing I know, we had $800 in a Honda Odyssey van that needed this. And with the used transmission and with the extra labor, it was up into $3,000. And so I ask if the listeners would come together and lock shields and pray for us, because really the shield of faith has to do with us believing and praying that God would supply us a van that we could donate to this lady or that somebody would hear the broadcast and donate a van. Well, <laughs> there's ways that I can tell how well the show goes. You know, as the talk show host, it's it's sometimes a bit of a lonely world because, you know, the only person in here is my guest with like Bob or last week it was Jerry. And so that's the only person that I know heard the show for sure because they're there with me. And I normally have a whole bunch of people who will email me, which I'm very, very, very thankful for. And if believe me, I'm thankful for them. And they'll say, Robbie, I heard the show and it was great. And, da, 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 da. and, and, and so normally I have some feedback like that. And my own father listens. It used to be my mother listened, and I would hear from them. <laughs> well, last week's show, for whatever reason, instead of getting emails like, I heard the show, Robbie, it was good. I didn't. The only emails I got was, Robbie, I couldn't make it, didn't get to hear the show last week, and I got no feedback. And then I went to where I see how many podcasts were downloaded at ChristianCarGuy.com, and it was not very good. And I was like, oh, man. And, of course, I really need to help this lady, and I'm out $800 on this van, and I'm I'm – Honestly, my shield of faith is beginning to drop. <laughs> Robbie is getting discouraged. I, I don't know how else to put it. I was just like, wow, I thought, you know, that, that the Lord would, you know, I just believe this was going to, that we're going to figure out a way to get through this situation. Well, Monday morning comes and then I, and nothing and I'm not, you know, I'm still just, well, I, I've got to, you know, I need your help. I got to figure out what we're going to do here because, you know, this lady, I just can't imagine putting $3,000 in another van. <laughs> so. About 10.30, the receptionist, oh, didn't you get this message? This came in over the weekend. Somebody called into the 
you know, the, the Truth Network and left a message on the recorder because she didn't know how to get with you directly. And she has a van that she wants to donate. <laughs> There you go, oh man, there there's no there's no anybody. Uh, it's just to say that Robbie was elated. To say that Robbie Shield of Faith immediately jumped up, and I have to say thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, and thank you, listener, and, and thank you, Truth Network, that all this could take place. And then I had the absolute joy, and I'm talking joy, of calling the lady that needs the van and hearing the tears as she understand that we lock shields, and God provided this van and of course i would love to tell you that it's all happily ever after and everything is going nuts but there's always (laughs) satan continues to attack and so we still need your help and i'm still going to ask you to pray and lock shields with us because the car that's been donated the van has itself it needs a, a, a catalytic converter and it needs a shock we're trying to get that done and we're not getting a great response from the person that's doing it And so with a lot of these situations where people are helping us, sometimes it's just slow. And so the, meanwhile, the lady's got a daughter who's disabled and sick that she needs this van to be able to take her back and forth. And she's got temporary transformation. The bottom line is we need prayer and we need to lock shields and, and we need this situation, Bob. And again, if you need to find out, and, and I hope you do find out more about the Jesus labor love at christiancarguy.com. You can clearly donate there. But one of the other things that I asked last week, and I still am praying and still trusting God for, is we need some help with people to actually help me make these calls. Because, you know, Vic Hill did this for us for years. And when Vic Hill passed away, the one person that handles the applications and helps distribute the work and does all that stuff is me. And again, I love doing it, and it's just such a joy. But I would love to share that with somebody because I, you know, I just want to make sure everybody's getting everything that they get. So if that's something you feel like you could do, you have some automotive background and, 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 and you would like part of that, by all means, go to christiancarguy.com and take place. Now, getting back to something for nothing, we have Angela is in Burlington. And she's got something, something. Let's see if it's for nothing. <laughs> Angela, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. I, I just heard the words about Robbie was sitting discouraged, and we cannot have that. <laughs> no, uh, just, just not going to work. And I just wanted to let you know, you know, I'm your number one fan, but I don't even own a car. <laughs> but, I, but I still am blessed by listening to the Christian Car Guy show, and uh, it's just... I just appreciate you. Well, thank you, and, Angela. And I want to say to Bob, you know, you had the uh, car name generator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Bob, Bob named my mom's car. <laughs> and and uh, I just, I hear the music, so I just want to say I just really appreciate you and your listeners are out here, Robbie. We're behind you all the way. Thank you, Angela. Thank you I'm, so much. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for all the encouragement I always get. And, uh, you know, it's all y'all holding up our shields. So we got so much more coming at you.
Something for nothing. That's the subject today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And we are anxious to hear your story of how you went after it. Something for nothing. Or maybe somebody went after it from you. How it played out. Or maybe you actually got something for nothing and it blessed your socks off. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in and share. Is there any free lunch? If it sounds too good to be true, is it? <laughs> Those are the questions we are pondering today at the Christian Car Guy Show. And on a practical, on just a practical level, you know, I did want to speak to those items that happen in a finance contract. Bob, when you, a lot of folks buy cars, they finance them. And when they do, they open themselves up for all sorts of interesting situations that they want to make. I just want to make sure that you're aware of and, and how it all works. Because one of the things that's going to happen if you bought a new car is they're going to ask you if you want an extended warranty. They may have some lifetime oil change deal. They may want to have a deal where you get tires for the rest of your life. They're going to have all sorts of interesting things that they will try to sell you then. And, and the challenge is that often you're a little beat up because you just spent two hours negotiating the value of your trade, how much they were going to sell their car for. And then after all this, you find yourself in a new office with a really slick guy and he's got all sorts of stuff for you and you're just trying to get to a payment and that's all that's in your mind. And he is trying to figure out a way to get to your payment and still get you a lot of product. And so the idea is that he often, and I was trained to be a finance manager and that's what these guys are. I was trained thoroughly in this idea of making people believe that they were getting something for nothing. And it would only cost you so much a month. Well, again, we've, we've talked many times about the servant, you know, the, the, the borrower is a servant to the lender. And so when you borrow money on a car, that money that you finance in that finance contract goes to all these products as cash up front. And what I mean by that is say that you buy an extended warranty. You say, oh, that's, that's a deal. And, and, and that extended warranty sometimes these days are $2,300, $2,500, Bob. I mean, they're expensive. And so if that warranty is $2,500, in spite of the fact that it only changes your payment maybe $15 or $20 a month, the truth is that all that money, that $2,500, the very second that, that contract is cashed, it all goes to the extended warranty company. They get it as cash. They get it up front cash. And now you're left to pay interest on the $2,500 for the extended warranty that you put in there. Or if you got a service contract for tires or anything else, those all go to those people in cash and they get the money up front, you see? And so they're kind of on a treadmill, these warranty companies, because now they're going to get all their money up front and hoping that after your regular car warranty, which that's three years at least, <laughs> some of them five years, before the extended warranty even kicks in. Well, they've had your money now for <laughs> four years, so there's some value to that. And, and you've been paying interest, and they've been making interest on your money that whole time. It's part of the way that it works. And, and so just think through that if you go financing an extended warranty that, wow, these people are getting all that money up front, and I'm paying interest, and, and it's just backwards. Same thing on tire deals, same thing on 
credit life and accident health insurance. Some people will sell you, say, well, what if you die? You won't be able to make the payments. That's what a finance person would tell you, Bob. So if you wanted an extended warranty, it would be a better thing to wait till your other warranty expires or is close <laughs> to expiring and then get the extended warranty. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. That If, if that's something, not to, to get to the warranties themselves, which the first problem is that it's not a warranty. A warranty says that something's going to be free from defects in workmanship or material. And, and that isn't what those are. These are service contracts. So when they, they say they're going to fix your car for 120,000 miles, this is after the original vehicle warranty expires. And so what they're really, and they have ex- exclusions out the gazoo. You've got to service it a certain way, and you've got to meet all their requirements in order for them to pay any claim on the car. And there's probably a deductible. Yes, they've got deductibles because they, what they really are, they're insurance policies. They're insurance policies. They're called service contracts. And again, you're giving all these people this money that really, if you had, during the time that you, you know, had the car under the manufacturer's warranty, if you took your $150 that you were going to pay, <clears throat> you know, and put that aside for whatever period of time, you'd have way more than you would ever need for the repairs to the car. So, I'm not a big proponent of extended warranties. I, I know how they work. And obviously, the extended <clears throat> warranty companies couldn't stay in business if the cars weren't better than the warranties. Exactly. I understand. Yeah. And that's the, that's the way that works. Clarity is everything. And same with the tire deals or the oil change <clears throat> deals. Or sometimes there are certain dealers that actually, in order to have you as their customer, they want to give you free oil changes and just make sure it's not in the price. Well, if I don't want the oil change, how much discount can I get? You know, that kind of question <laughs> will sometimes bring some clarity to these particular concepts. And again, when it comes to that finance thing, wow, there's a lot of trick bags in there. And so many come in with the idea of, and the, just the negotiation process is I've got to have my payment. 300 a month or I've got to have my payment at $400 a month and they don't care the term, How many the interest rate. <laughs> they don't care. There's so many things that they're not taking into consideration. They just know that they want their payment. And so they sign up for lease deals and the, uh, all sorts of things and not look inside the numbers. And this I understand is really complicated. And you may be saying, Robbie, I don't have any idea about this, but the thing you do have is you have resources. You really do have something for nothing. You have friends that are in the car business or have some concept of this, and if you will be humble and ask for help, they would love to give you something for nothing. Advice, <laughs> wisdom, understanding of how these things work in another angle, another way you may be able to accomplish the same goal with your budget without going into crazy amounts of debt or paying on this thing for years and years and years and years. And you know, there are people out there that understand that is what they do for a living. And it's how God gifted them. He didn't gift me, you know, in all these different ways, but he gifted me in the ways he did so that I could share that with you who could gift, right? Bob, you, you have no idea the wisdom that through the Jesus labor love, we've talked about that earlier, the car repair labor. You have no idea the times I went to Bob for wisdom on situations because he works in that area every day of his life. I hope it helped. Of course. <laughs> There's a lot of people that... that And sometimes two minds are better than one, you know. Uh, Somebody looking at it, excuse me, looking at it from a different angle can can usually shine a different light on things. And uh, 
maybe apply a little more clarity there, you know? Yeah, it's, it really comes into the equation. And, um, you know, that's one of the joys of being in ministry together. And one of the things about that whole concept of something for nothing. But Bob, I'm curious on your angle, you, you had a discussion with your people this morning about that. I did. We were talking about, uh, I was sharing with them that I was going to coming up here to do the radio this morning and that our topic of the day was uh, something for nothing. And I shared with them about how the first thing that came to mind is, you know, some of the customers that, you know, expect something for nothing. And uh, and then it quickly, I'd, I'd not planned this out, but then it quickly turned to to how we expect so much from God. We expect, you know, him to keep us upright and and keep us strong and and so many times we forget to even say thank you thank you for the times that you've held me up when i was crushed like a bug and thank you for the times for giving me strength when the place burned up to speak you know positively and uh reassure everybody that everything was going to be all right and thank you for the keeping us strong when, when Rob died. And, uh, you know, so many people didn't know if I was going to make it, much less stay in business. And, you know, just thank you. Go so far with God and, and uh, to show thanks and to give thanks and uh, be grateful for all he's done for us. And it's just, it was a message I didn't know was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said something when you were, when we were talking about it, that really stuck in my heart. You said, you know, we were sitting there with nothing but ashes. 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 And God took those ashes. And and if, if you were to walk on their lot today and see what all God has provided, you can't help but go, my word, we got something here and it was nothing. <laughs> it was nothing, that's for sure. A little concrete and a lot of ashes. So we come back, we're going to take a look at this whole idea of something from nothing from a spiritual aspect and why is Satan so anxious to keep it hidden? Welcome back to the Christian Car Guys show this morning. We're talking about something for nothing. And what does that really look like? And we're now to the part I've really been waiting for all morning (laughs) to get to, which is, you know, what does that mean from a spiritual standpoint of something for nothing? And this is where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And I've kind of been thinking, why do you think this whole idea of something for nothing is so convoluted and so filled with atrocities. Story after story, a person went in there trying to get something for nothing and ended up 
you know, really in a bad, bad, bad situation. You don't suppose that the enemy might be hiding something, uh, and he might be trying to make sure that you don't see something. Well, you know, if you turn around that whole idea of something for nothing, and I, I can't help but do this, you know what something for nothing is? a? It's called a gift. <laughs> you know, if you just changed the wording of that, from something for nothing, which has all sorts of interesting bad connotations to a word that I think most of us really enjoy, which is gift. And all of a sudden we will, wait a minute, a gift is clearly something for nothing. It really is, Bob. That's really amazing you say that because sometimes, you, you know, you want to be real aggressive and, and give a, a great price that you know somebody will just say, yeah, I'll take it for that. And uh, then they want to ask if you can you sell it any cheaper, even after I've given the very best, what I thought was a home run price that somebody would just be, you know, really understanding that I was really working to give them a great deal. And I'll just look at them. If I sold it any cheaper, I'd have to put a bow on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift. That's what it is. So if you review your own life and I, and, and, you know, it's one of the joys that I have to really spend time with the Lord to try to look into things. And if I go back and I go, what is the gift of gifts? And one of those that clearly on anybody's list, that's absolutely huge and beyond understanding is my faith. The, my, my faith, my belief itself. <clears throat> you see, with my faith comes all the other gifts. And listen to what William Gurnall said about this. It's so cool. He wrote The Christian in Full Armor. It's an amazing book from the 1600s. But anyway, he said, your faith is the cupbearer. You remember the cupbearer in Nehemiah was the cupbearer to Artaxerxes, or even Joseph was the cupbearer. In other words, they're bringing this cup. Well, you're, if you look at 1 Peter 1, 8, it says, though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him, you believe in him, which that's another word for saying because of your faith, you rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. Because you believe, because you believe, you see, that gift was the cup that it was brought in was your faith. And where did that come from? How did you get that faith? Was that something that I figured out on my own? Not even close. So clearly, I did nothing. (laughs) I did nothing. I did nothing. It is a gift. And with that gift, if you think about it, you can give up worry. You can move mountains. If you really, really, really believe in God, you can forgive any wrong because God is going to take, he's got your back. He's going to handle it. You don't have to do nothing. He's going to take care of this. I can even forgive myself. And when I really look back to my own pitiful attitude on Sunday and Monday, okay? (laughs) I mean, I should not decide whether or not something was good based on the results, but just based on how I feel God feels about it. You know, like, like if I feel God's pleasure when I do this show, then it should be enough. I mean, it should be enough. Well, there's been so many times that you know, I've passed judgment on a situation. Oh, that was horrible. That was the worst thing that could possibly happen. And then in just no time, there's fruit flowing from it. And uh, it's not over till it's over, and it's not a done deal. 
But uh, faith is the most awesome thing there is because it's the reason I'm still alive that uh, the fact that I had the faith that because Rob was saved and baptized that he was he was fine. He was absolutely fine. And without that faith uh, and that reassurance, that blessed assurance I got from that, uh, I'm probably not doing as well. My business is probably not doing as well. The people that work for me is probably not doing as well because uh, just from the assurance I had from my faith. And uh, in Hebrews, it talks about that the gospel was preached to lots of people, but only where it's mixed with faith does it have any effect. I mean, you can tell somebody that Jesus died for them, but it has no effect if it's not mixed with faith. And the cool thing about faith, Bob, the more I've thought about this, and I've been thinking about it for a few days, is God continues to grow it. And you trust him more and more and more. And as you trust him, the, st- the basic is still there. That Jesus is God's son, and oh, he really is God's son. Oh, oh, he is God's son. Oh, I get it, I get it. You see, it, it, it grows. And he really did die on that cross. And it's funny, though, the longer I'm in the Christian life, the more I realize, man, I had a lot of sin. <laughs> That's quite a pile of sin you had there, Robbie. And he did, I mean, the more I believe, the more I see what it, the value of what it is that's taking place. Well, uh, every morning before work, we have a meeting and uh, we discuss this and that, and and we'll pray and and you know I'll try to share some faith, hope, and experience with somebody. And some days you just wonder, did anybody get anything out of that? Did anybody get anything out of that? Did I did I give a good message this morning? And I remember one time specifically, I. I just didn't feel like I'd had a strong message that it just didn't have much oomph or pizzazz or anything. And I was talking about that with Rob, and he said, Dad, prayer ain't about flair. (laughs) 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 You know, I just thought my morning prayer was a little weak, you know. (laughs) And in in his super cool, laid-back way, he just sit there and just, just, Dad, prayer ain't about flair. Okay, <laughs> you know, but uh, every now and then, you know, just when we got to talking about faith this morning, you know, I, I had the faith to keep trying and keep talking to them and, and, and every day. And, and I think God knows some days that I need to hear, I need a little feed. Bob might need a little feedback and somebody will come to me. Hey man, what you said this morning or what you said the other day has really rang my bell and, or, you know, it, it, it meant a lot. And, you know, I get some positive reinforcement that <laughs> their ears are open, you know, and, and that it's actually getting through and that they actually do pay attention. Well, I would point out on the perpetual, perpetual motion idea, which, by the way, is at ChristianCarGuy.com, and I would love for you to go see what Chevy had to say about it. But if I'm not mistaken, the sun came up this morning, <laughs> and I'm pretty certain the tide went out. I'm just guessing. And I think there might be some perpetual motion out there, and I think somebody already has the patent. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure if you really consider that, it's a gift. And that gift is there because you've got a father that just loves to give you unbelievable gifts, but they only have value 
if you have faith, if you believe. So, Lord, I pray, and I know Bob does too, without flair, that you would increase your faith this week. Think about all the amazingly cool stuff that he does. Remember, something for nothing may take discernment, but at the end of the day, somebody might be trying to give you a gift. And if it's, if it's the case, 